Continuing along here, Berek Revi'i, the fourth Berek, now getting into the think of things, of what things should we should reflect upon and examine in the world at large, things that Hashem created to give us a greater appreciation of the wisdom and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's greatness that He created in this world. Says the Chavos we could break it down into seven components, seven different areas. One was the world and the fact that the water only goes up to a certain point, can't go further than that. He brought that Pasuk, Oymar Ad, the one who says to the Yam, Ad Poi Up until you can go no further. Moving along now, the Hapino Hashedis. The second area that we can examine is, Simena Chokma Nira Bimin Ha'odom. Just the wisdom that is seen in the in the species called man, the creation of the human being, Asher Hu Ha'olam HaKoton. Chavis tells us that the human being is an Olam HaKoton. It's interesting, this is a terminology that you'll find in Kabbalistic Svarim. Chavis Zavavas lived a thousand years ago, before anybody talked or read or learned Kabbalah. If, if they knew it, it was just... They learned it amongst themselves with no Sifre Kabbalah. It was hundreds of years before the Arizal. And yet, this is the terminology that he uses, the Olam HaKotan. And as a miniature world, the, the human being is really a microcosm in the, for the entire world. And that really could be understood on several levels. On a basic level, it means, look at the human being. Just the form of sort of perf- perfection, you know. And the Mashkiach Zogazun used to give a marshal. He says, imagine there's a scientist who works for years and years until he finally he creates a golem. He creates a human being that has hands and feet and a head and ears and eyes and nose and walks. The only thing is he doesn't have a neshama. So because he doesn't have a neshama, he can't really talk. And these are the stories that we had about the Maharami Prague, he did make a Golem, didn't make a Golem. It's, it, regardless, it doesn't make a difference. He certainly could have made one. And we know stories from the Chacham Tzvi, who lived after the Maral, that his Zayda made a Golem. Stories in the Gemara said, Hedvin Namira made a Golem. That's certainly. But if we would see today, someone makes a Golem, someone made a human being, right? Brings them out, and the human being is, is looking and hearing, just can't talk. But we would be amazed. I mean, how did he make this? Unbelievable. Akadosh creates these things every two seconds. Another human being is being created in full form with hands and fingers perfectly, how it walks, how it moves. So the perfection of it itself gives an oilam akadon, just gives a sickle, a little bit of a, of a microcosm of what the whole world is. On a deeper level, the person represents the world. Uh, we know this from Reb Chaim Volozhin. Now going already into the late 1700s, early 1800s, the Nefesh Chaim, how he describes that indeed the human being resembles the Mishkan, the Beis Hamikdash, and it's understood that way. Like Adam Arish, the Gemara says, when he was created, he his head was in the Shemayim and his feet were in the earth. And so he spanned the whole world. And after that, after the sin, he shrunk. But the person himself is, is a, 
is, is, is a resemblance of the whole Mishkan Beis Hamidosh and how that works with the different faculties that a person has, all the way starting from his feet, sort of you enter in to the Beis Hamidosh at the, at the Azora, and then you enter into the person sort of ground up, going from the lowest part of him to the greatest part of him, which is the mind, the Mayach. And all of that comes up and you have already the torso of the person that's already in, that's the Heichel. And you have the arms like the Shulchan, the Menorah, and the chest is the Mizbeach, until you get into the, the head, which is the Kedesh HaKadoshim. That's beyond us what exactly that means, but in his, in his uh, marshal of it, he says, who's worse? Nebuchadnezzar, who destroyed the Beis Hamidosh, Titus, who brought a Zaina into the Beis Hamidosh, or the Yid, who brings a Zaina into the Kedesh HaKadoshim. I won't tell you what he answers, you can figure out yourself. So, the, the person on this level is really, is, resembles the Beis Hamidosh, and the Beis Hamidosh itself really resembles the world. So, this, this, this works on, on multi-levels. But even just the, the understanding that Hashem created a, a species, created the human being, that there in itself you could see the world at large. Here he says, It's really the perfection of all the orders and the, the, and the organization of the world. It's beauty, it's shine, and it's perfection. They love Ramaz David Olav Shalom David Amalech alluded to this in Perak Ches of Tehillim. It ends Hashem Adoneinu Moad Hashem Gubakol Oretz Hashem our Master. How awesome, how mighty is your name in this world? But really, it's just that's the the end of the piece, which really talks about the idea of the Malachim said to Hashem Mo Enoish Kisiz Gerenu Ben Adam Kisiz Gedanu. You're giving the Torah to to these mortal human beings. What is a man that you should even mention him? That you should give him every tiny tafkit, any purpose in this world? He, he's nothing like us angels, they said. And Hashem said, no, they're the ones, they were created as an image of this world. And therefore when, when they finally acquiesced, they said, Hashem indeed. So that's the human being where we can get a, a glimpse of really the world at large through the perfection of the human being, and how if it's all created, it all synthesizes perfectly. We're going to see another point in Advashlishis, the third, another aspect, another idea of the greatness and the wisdom of Akadosh that can be seen in the combining, in the symmetry of the person, Vechibor Gufai, how all of the limbs come together and connect and how all of his capabilities and his faculties work in tandem. And the brilliant mind that he has. And he was uniquely chosen for that over all of the animals, over all other creatures, because all the creatures don't have this seichel. And they can't be able to decide and move all of their faculties in ways were by their choice, as opposed to the animals which cannot. There's some as he says here, that the, the mankind surpasses as a superior than all other 
creatures that don't speak. So before he compared the human being to a miniature, a microcosm of the world, now really it's really a macrocosm of the entire universe. This could also be in terms of really what the person could affect. That we indeed could build worlds and destroy worlds. That's how powerful the human being is. The power we give in some way we're compared and analogous to the the foundations and the establishments of everything in this world. This is already beyond something that they they quote from the Merinavuchim, the Rambam and his philosophical work. They love Ramaz Eoiv Baumra, this is what Eoiv alluded to when he said, Haloi Kecholov Tati Hashem, you poured me like milk. The Chagvina Takpi and you curdled me, you coagulated me like cheese. With skin and flesh, you clothed me. And with bones and sinews, you protected me. Finally, you've given me life and kindness. And you've entrusted me with your spirit to do what I have to do. This is really a... Uh, giving a description of how a person is created from a little tipa, from a little liquid drop, a little zeras and semen put in. And that forms then into hardens as the milk is poured. That's how you make cheese. You pour the milk and then you allow the the hard parts of the of the milk, part of the, the fatty parts of the milk to coagulate into cheese. And that's what happens with the human being. It starts as just liquid. And then all of a sudden it starts forming into the fetus. And then clothed with oran basar, skin and flesh. And then put protected with bones and sinews. And all of this happens sort of on its own. Incredible that it happens every two seconds. Another one of these loylam gadals are created. And Eev recognized this. And this is what he expressed to Hashem. Let's move along to another Varavius. Another fourth theory of Chokhmah, Simena Chokhmah, Nira Babine Sharachayim, which you could see in the animal world. And there's greatness to see, certainly, because human beings are more or less the same. So, uh, you see an Eilam Gadol, an Eilam Katan, human beings that perfect themselves, indeed, that they, they, uh, they live in a higher plane than a regular average human being. That's for sure. And it can be seen, it can be seen physically even, the human being who has perfected himself and lived in a, in a state of holiness. But from the animals, there's such a variety. We're talking about thousands and thousands of creatures. And even within the creatures, so many different types. It's, it's just amazing to see. And it's, it's worthwhile studying. It's worthwhile to, to look up from a good source that that appreciates that this is all uh, divinely made and how every single animal in the environment that it lives and how it gets along and how it has a nose this way or it walks from hearing it, it just an amazing world of, of the of the animal kingdom here the Chozoas gives us just a, a sampling of different animals that we could be able to appreciate and reflect on. 
From the smallest creature to the largest. From the small ant to the huge elephant. You have those that fly. Amazing flight. They soar high. They go quickly. Or those that swim. The fish. We're talking about a hump. I think they say it's, it's over a hundred thousand different species of fish. Right? Living in the ocean. The hazaychel, those that slither, like snakes and the like. Vahaylach alarba, or four-legged animals. Lefiyaskalkus, surasam, umidaisam. In accordance to the way they're formed, the way their personality is, vishimusham vanasam, how they get along in this world, and the benefit that we have. We benefit from them, either they because they devour other creatures and or they able to bring food to other creatures or because they 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 protect the environment or they give to the environment or we have from their skin and from their leather so or their fur there's so many things that benefit the world just like Hashem's response to Eve was so when Eve was complaining he aroused him Hashem says to Eve Eve who provides the young raven with its food? Because the young babies, they cry out to Hashem. Why? Because the Gemara tells us in Erevin that ravens are black, but it's young when they're born are white. And that's why we say in Tehillim every day, Hashem provides to the baby ravens that call out to Hashem because the ravens come with food and they're looking for their young and they're looking for someone that's black like they are and they see only white ones. They say, this must not be ours. So they can look around me while the, the baby ravens are, are screaming to Hashem and Hashem sends to their mouths the food, the sustenance that they need. Until then, Shortly after that, they change colors. That's what the Gemara tells us. So here, Eiv is complaining. You know, who's providing for him? How's, Hashem says, do you know I provide for every single creature, even the Eiv, the Tzedek, his Lord of El El Yishabe, the Koran to me. Other ideas that Eiv was also told Hashem about the... the uh, Creatures in the wilderness, the creatures in the, in the oceans, all of this that gives us an appreciation of the greatness of Hashem, the wisdom of Hashem. So these are two, three, and four that we think about, number one in the human being, number two in the animal kingdom, something to reflect about, something certainly that if we have some time during our week to look into these matters, just see the vastness and the greatness of the world, come to appreciate Hashem. Agutenacht.